start by thanking our chairman who is working the hardest. He's working around the clock. Eh? Monimos, Monimos. As you know, he's going to be the chairman for life to the conference. Uh, so thank you to everybody for coming back. Mr. Chairman, I think we will start with a keynote address by Mr. Pavlidis. Akis, you take over. Welcome to the afternoon session. Uh, I'm privileged to moderate a very distinguished panel of uh, banks, of bankers, chief financing bankers, and investment uh, banking advisor. Uh, paying heed to what the chairman has commented upon in the morning about timing, uh, I I have brought with me a ship's captain clock. <laughs> uh, for two reasons. Number one, um, lawyers like me tend to be more talkative than they should. And number two, uh, bankers are very thrifty and frugal with the, their money in the bank, but very generous with the time also they expand on questions. Uh, before I introduce um, um, our first speaker, please allow me uh, to share with you the motto of our afternoon sessions on capital and ship finance. You can see on your screen uh, a medieval painting of uh, an ancient Greek philosopher, Heraclitus of Ephesus, 6th century. He was the philosopher who propounded the doctrine of change as being central to the universe. And uh, he epitomized uh, that concept and that doctrine in five laconic words, like the ancient Greeks used to do. Uh, that was quoted by Plato's, Plato and Cratylus, and the words are Pandari, till then man. Everything flows and nothing remains still. Remember, dear delegates, 10 years ago and more, some of the leaders in the global ship financing banking sector, with billions of shipping portfolios on their books, Royal Bank of Scotland, Fortis, Commerce Bank, Deutsche Schiffes Bank, they have all gone. So did nearly all the American banks in ship finance. Continental Illinois, First Chicago, Bank of America. And the inevitable wind of change in the finance landscape has brought to us new exotic fruits from the East, Chinese leasing, but also alternative finance, which our distinguished panelists will expand upon later on. And last but not least, what we can call Mr. Luis Bohanis, Mr. Chairman of Hellenic Bank, the boutique 
he financed banks of Cyprus, Bank of Cyprus and Hellenic Bank. May I now introduce Nicolas Pavlidis. He's our um, keynote speaker on this session, head of shipping at Bank of Cyprus, who set up the bank's new shipping center in Limassol. Nicolas, whom I had the privilege and pleasure to know from his old days with RBS, he has learned his ropes and then his spurs with that great bank, which unfortunately came down when it became a taxpayer's bank, having been nationalized by the UK government. I would like to invite Nicholas Babelis of the Rothschild to make his presentation. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm uh, really honored and humbled to be uh, among so many distinguished uh, shipping people today and really excited to be uh, representing Bank of Cyprus as the lead sponsor of this um, Capital Link event, a, a unique event which is uh, so well organized by Nicholas and, and Olga Bornozis. Thank you very much. Um, I would like to share some with you some thoughts um, about the challenges banks face today uh, in, in, in the field of ship finance and opportunities which I feel local banks like the Cypriot banks have um, in this sector. Over the past few years, notably since 2008 financial crisis, there have been significant changes in the way banks operate and assess risk. There are increased requirements for disclosure, transparency, enhanced due diligence. Banks have strong preference for corporate structures and disfavor better shares. Everyone working for a bank will tell you today how important compliance is and it's part of our everyday life. Also importantly, thank you. Also importantly, capital adequacy rules have increased the cost of capital on lending. As a result, larger, more established shipping banks have restricted the shipping portfolios or even exited um, their shipping exposures as uh, uh, Mr. Montanius just mentioned altogether. So banks are compelled to be more selective on the clients and the projects they choose to support. These conditions have created pretty much a two-tier financing market between the large and smaller ship owners. Volatile Shipping market conditions over the past few years have also exaggerated the disadvantage of smaller owners. Operational economies of scale and stronger negotiating power with charters offer considerable advantage for larger owners. To, to illustrate the impact of this, there has been a reduction of the number of smaller shipping companies in the Hellenic space, Greek and Cypriot shipping companies with fleets of less than, of, of up to eight vessels, the number of such smaller companies have decreased by about 22% since 2008. And um, this data is sourced um, um, uh, by Petrofin Research. At the same time, the number of larger shipping companies has, has remained almost unchanged. As a result of the retraction of larger European banks, a number of alternative non-traditional sources of shipping capital have developed over the past few years, including 
financing from Asian banks for European owners, leasing, and in particular Chinese leasing, ECA, export credit agency structures. The above look at new building and modern vessel financing, mostly for larger and corporate starship owners. There's also been increased role played by private capital, equity funds, structures involving purchase and variable charter back. These types of financing may partly offer some competitive terms like loan advance and repayment profile, but they're often more expensive and less flexible to change in case of need. Bank finance has traditionally remained the main source of ship financing, and in my view, it's the most flexible and cost-efficient. Now, the above changes have created a financing void, mostly for small, medium and, and medium-sized, traditionally family-owned shipping companies. This is where I feel local banks have an opportunity to play an important role, providing shipping finance. The proximity to local owners, common culture and language, and in many cases, the relationship that already exists through accounts, deposits, and other services provided can help, can help local banks, like the banks here in Cyprus, to develop selective shipping portfolios. In a counter-cyclical approach, the market conditions appear favorable at the moment. And with Cyprus being an increasingly important shipping center, shipping being an import, important contributor to the country's GDP, this development is a win-win-win for the banks, the customers, and the, the Cyprus economy as a whole. For the new banks, it is important to approach shipping conservatively, being focused on relationship banking. They must build the expertise in shipping and be selective on the clients. To meet the required returns, they will need to take advantage of available ancillary business like operational banking, FX, interest rate, uh, hedging instruments, wealth management, and other supported corporate financing opportunities. To conclude, I'm optimistic about the role that Cypriot banks can play in shipping finance, particularly in the Hellenic space. I have very recently moved to Cyprus and joined the Bank of Cyprus and found a very fertile ground to start a new shipping center here. We need to be careful in planning our strategy, remain disciplined and take long-term view of the cyclical shipping market. Provided we do that, stay focused on close client relationships and offer high quality service, I firmly believe the Bank of Cyprus and other local banks can play an increasingly important role in shipping finance here in Cyprus and beyond. Thank you very much.